This call is being recorded. Yo, 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 good morning, Sigmund. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who's on the line? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good to hear your voice. Say Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Happy, happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. <laughs> happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> hey, Brother E, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Can you guys hear me? Yes, very well. Okay, it had went totally silent, so I thought maybe I'd have to put my phone. <laughs> no, very well. Okay, thanks so much. You're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, family. It's Kenya. Good morning, Kenya. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who's on the line? Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Carla. Joined. Good morning. Did you say Carla? De Carla. De Carla. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling in.
Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Balasita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, it's Bernice. Good morning, Bernice. Good morning. Good morning. It's JC. How are you? Oh, wonderful. Good morning, JC. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Velocita. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Velocita. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling again. Thank you. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here in Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to stay with us for the rest of the month for the monthly theme entitled The Faith Factor. You don't want to miss the messages, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declares. We have two announcements. Today is the day that Declare Victory Fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. when we will call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, if you have been blessed by the call and would like to sow into Declare Victory prayer call, please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me forward slash Declare Victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There are no new prayer requests from the app. However, for as for a praise report, I am happy to say that my MRI on my head was normal. So I just thank God for it, and I appreciate all the prayers from my Declare Victory fa- um, prayer family. The order of the call is as follows. Declaration will be done by Dion. Praying and corporate praise will be done by Bernice. Then we'll go right into closing co- comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Declaration by Dion and Praying and corporate praise by Bernice. Closing comments will be hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is James 1, 5 through 6. If any of you lack wisdom, 
let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Dion. Well, hey, guys. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. First and foremost, can you hear me? Yes. Amen. Amen. Well, happy Wednesday. Um, it is recorded by the organizer. Uh-oh. I want to make sure everybody takes the opportunity to check, double check, quadruple check, to make sure that your phone is placed on mute for me before we get started. Um, I am, as always, I love Wednesdays. I love being able to share the truth of the word, how he gives me um, it to share with you all. And I am, this morning, there is absolutely a word. We've been in the Faith Factor series. Um, That being said, um, this month is dedicated to encouraging, imparting, enriching, and increasing our faith on several different levels. And, And one of the things I appreciate most about the word is that if you pay attention Um, If you just listen a little bit, if you just um, go in a little bit, every single time you find more than enough. You don't have to read a whole bunch, but God is so faithful and so constant that he gives us exactly how um, to extract the truth of the word out of his word so that we can live and not live kind of, sort of, not live a little bit, but live in such a way that we are empowered to overcome every single obstacle, empowered uh, to change not just our lives, but to impact the lives of those around us. I appreciate the word simply because um, it empowers us um, to have a different view of things. And so this morning, I'm going to talk to you guys about Lydia. I'm going to talk to you about Lydia. Um, And ironically, um, this particular passage of scripture, um, I hadn't paid a whole heap of attention to. Um, And again, will you mute your phones for us? We can still hear you. Amen. Amen. So our um, our teaching today is going to come out of Acts, the 16th chapter, the 13th verse. And I'm going to ask you one last time, if you would be kind enough to just press the mute button on your phone. I can still hear you in the background. Amen. Amen. 
Acts, the 16th chapter, and right before we get started, most gracious and heavenly Father, we come just saying thank you, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to tell you, God, you are great and greatly to be praised. God, let the light of your word go into all of our dark places. Let the light of your word begin to minister to our hearts, Lord God, and heal us from the inside out. Let the truth of your word begin to undergird the power of the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of us, that advocates on our behalf. God, we thank you in advance for uh, consistently, continually enriching our lives with your truth about who we are. Let our identity begin to be made manifest in such a way, Lord God, that not only are we not confused, not only are we not uh, opened up to your truth, but Lord, that we would be clear about who we are in the kingdom in such a way that when we walk into dark places immediately, they recognize your power. They recognize your will, your way, your word for our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait just one second for whoever this is that absolutely refuses to mute their line. My power is going in and out at my house, guys, so um, pardon me for being a little bit disheveled. We've had PG&E issues. I'm going to take just a second to see if I can find whoever this is with their phone off mute so that I can mute them. Give me just one second. And while I'm doing that, you can uh, go to, again, Acts, the 16th chapter. I can't find them. I'm not sure if somebody else is on the board, but if you are, if you can find that background noise for me, um, that would be super great. Okay, my register now. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to read for your hearing Acts 16 and 13 first, and then it goes... Uh, 16 and 40, so we'll be skipping uh, some space, 16, 13. On the Sabbath, we went to the river where we expected to find a place of prayer. Um, we sat down and began to speak to the women who had gathered there. One of those listening was a woman from the city of Ty. Thyatira, Thyatira, um, Thyatira, I'm sorry, named Lydia, a dealer of purple. Um, and she was a worshiper of God. And the Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. When she and the members of her household were baptized, um, she invited us to her home. If you consider me a believer in the Lord, 
then she said, come and stay at my house. And she persuaded us. And she persuaded us. Um, I'm going to stop right there for just a moment because what I want to do is I want you to see um, the individual places that God makes a declaration and or a, a statement um, where, where the word begins to tell you about the nature and the character of Miss Lydia. The, the word begins to express to you who Lydia is uh, and what faith, what role faith plays in Lydia's life. Can you please mute your phone? Thank you. Um, as the word begins to tell a story about who Lydia is, um, what we find is that uh, there are ten very specific uh, directives that are given through this simple word. And, and I know you may not see them right this second, but I assure you by the time I finish, um, you will have gained some insight. I know I most certainly did. There are 10 things that are specific to the nature and or the character of who Lydia was. And on the Sabbath day, we went outside of the city gates. Uh, the first thing I recognize is that faith will begin to separate you. Faith will create space for you to operate in it. Uh, and, and as they went outside of the city gates, they also went outside to a river. Uh, they, they were in search of a river. They were in search of some movement. They were in search of the spirit. Uh, we all know that water represents the spirit of God. And so, uh, it, again, it says, on the Sabbath day, we went outside the city gates to the river where we expected to find a place of prayer. Uh, faith uh, is, is not just looking for regular movement, natural movement, but it also looks for spiritual or supernatural movement. Faith has expectation. Faith births expectation where we expected to find a place of prayer. Hallelujah. Um, not, not only did they expect to find a place of prayer, but uh, they left where they were to, on the Sabbath day, that time that they had set aside. Faith causes you to set time aside in search of something greater, in search of some traction, in search of some movement and or some clarity. And then it says, we sat down. Uh, faith will cause you to be seated uh, in an effort to make sure that you receive that which you were looking for. We sat down. Faith will cause you to occupy. Faith will cause you to get Stationary. Faith will make you make arrangements for what it is that we confess, that we state, and we declare 
we believe. It, it just so happens that uh, I am blessed to be surrounded, not just with a great cloud of witnesses, according to Hebrews, the 12th chapter in the word of God, but to be blessed with a host of witnesses here in the earth. Uh, a faith will uh, cause you to change your plans. This morning, uh, my eldest boys were preparing themselves for work, and uh, DeMarie's car decided it wanted not to work. Uh, faith will cause you to talk at things, not just to them, uh, but they wanted a ride to work, and, and I politely explained, no, right up and through here, i got to sit down. I'm not really sure how you're going to get there, uh, but I understand that this moment in this time is more important than the $100 you'll make today from showing up at work. I love you, but you should have made those provisions this Wednesday. I've been doing this for a long time on Wednesdays. I love you. This is where adulting kicks in. And so faith will cause you to have, you know, we have, we say have several seats on the same couch. Faith, faith will make you uh, be seated. And so they sat down. Um, and, and as they sat down, uh, the word says this. It says, uh, they sat down and began to speak with the women gathered there. Listen, faith, real faith in action, active faith, faith that is moving, faith that has legs, faith that is not just chit-chat, uh, faith fools around and draws a crowd. Faith will build an audience that no level of branding will ever do. Uh, faith has the ability to change the narrative. Faith has the ability to switch some things up and to switch some things out. And and as they sat there, uh, it, it says that um, uh, it says that one of those listening was a woman from the city of Tyersia, Tyre. Thyatira, sorry, <laughs> named Lydia. Uh, Lydia was different because Lydia's background was not that of faith. However, uh, because Paul was anointed for such a thing, Lydia heard a word, and th the word says that Lydia was a dealer of purple. Now, get this. In those eras and in those times where purple was not a mandatory thing, purple was a luxury. So it lets you know that Lydia had some bread. Lydia had some paper, right? Lydia was not just an average chick. She was set apart in the city. The fact that her name was mentioned uh, says very significantly that she was an addition to the kingdom. Remember, we said already that faith separates you. Faith seeks, seeks movement in the natural and the things of the spirit. Faith has expectations. And faith, get this, and they sat down, is a location. Faith is not an act. Uh, it is not a a process only, but faith is a location, no different than prayer is a location. Faith has a geographical proximity.
proximity on the inside of you and on the inside of me. The word says to every man is given the measure of faith. And so we see here that um, there's a conversation going on. Faith has a sound. Faith has a sound. Do you know I can have a conversation with someone and know at hello whether or not they believe God or whether or not they are still trying to piece together parts in the process for themselves uh, to to make room or to what it, whatever it is that needs to be done. Listen, faith is audible, right? So she was a dealer of purple. And, and the word says this, it's mighty fine when the word of God will refer to you. It says, and she was a worshiper of God. That means she wasn't the church attendee. That means she wasn't uh, the first mother of uh, the second AME Episcopal, Church of God in Christ, Holiness, Pentecostal, Baptist, Methodist board member. She was not one of those. She was isolated out of the entire crowd. Do you know faith will isolate you? Faith will separate you. Faith will um, cause things to rise to the top in you. The fact that the word declares that she was a worshiper says much about how she externally expressed what she had come to understand. Hallelujah. Now, the Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. Faith will open doors of opportunity. Faith will open doors of opportunity. It looks like uh, God selected her, which means that regardless of where she had come from, regardless of what her history was, regardless of how she had come up or uh, gained her wealth, and, and according to theologians, they say she must have been a widow because it doesn't mention her husband, which meant her covering was not present. But it appears that obviously he had left her a little piece of change. But something happened when they separated that she began to follow after Jesus Christ. And so when she and the members of her household were baptized, she invited us to her home. Now, this is the word talking about how she invited the disciples to come to her house after they had connected. Now, let me tell you two things about that, right? She was a worshiper of the Lord. The Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message, faith gives you capacity, and it also gives you access, right? Faith gives you capacity, and it also gives you access. Now, here are these men of God. Uh, God had written already in the books of Lydia that in this hour, because the fact that our times are in God's hands, he knew that they would need somewhere to teach because in, in this city and in uh uh, Thyre, Thyre, uh, Thyre, 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 that's the name of it. I know it is because I listened to it over and over again. In Thyre, Thyre, there had not previously been a synagogue, which meant that she couldn't even get the truth of the word of faith, lest Paul and the disciples had come to visit, right? So in this season, now get this, 
the Lord knew in advance that there would be a time where Lydia would be in the city, um, where she would hear the word of God and receive it, where he would give her the capacity to host the disciples. So now, here it is that faith creates connection. Faith builds relationships. Some of the time, um, I, I had a conversation with Catherine and Mona yesterday, and um, in, in the Archer Circle, we are going through several different exercises as we begin our journey, and one of them is to connect with somebody that you don't know, that you've not previously been connected with. The reason being is you have no idea of the power of the impact of the relationships that God will begin to establish in later life, that God will begin uh, to put in place to get you to the other side, to put in place to increase your faith, to change how you view things, to open up the eyes of your understanding. Sometimes we can't get to where we have been because we consistently stay in circles that we've been in for the entirety of our life. Well, here uh, you see that after her heart was open to the truth of God's word, he made arrangements. He was kind enough to consider her in him making arrangements now. Here it is that Jesus knew that she would have some bread, right? She knew she would have some paper. Sorry, guys. He knew she would have uh, some coinage and her house. Again, she was a dealer of purple, purple being a commodity. She didn't sell something to get by, to get by or to make it. She sold extra, right? She sold what we would consider in today's time, she sold some bling. She sold fancy stuff. I mean, she sold top of the line. She was one of those women who had access to things that people daydreamed about or hoped for, uh, which meant that she had not only enough, but she had more than enough. Uh, uh, God knew that somebody with more than enough would have to be available, would have to be present, would have to be accessible uh, for there to become a place of learning. Now, get this. It says, the Lord opened her heart and she responded to Paul's message. And when the members of her household were baptized, get this, faith gives influence. Hallelujah. Faith gives influence, right? And so as as Lydia made a decision to walk into kingdom living, thank you, Andrew, to walk into uh, the truth of God's word, to walk into the liberty wherewith she was saved and became baptized to profess openly her belief system. Get this, her whole family uh, was baptized, everyone in her household. Now, get this, now, her family lived with her. She had some handmaids and some servants. Everything connected to her because God opened her heart, opened the door for faith to become their portion. Now, they may not believe the way Lydia believed. They may not understand the way Lydia understands, but simply because she gave a yes, everything in her household changed. Everything in her family changed. I want to tell you this morning that somebody is watching you believe. 
Somebody is watching you unbelieve. Somebody is watching you believe a little. Somebody is watching you believe a lot. The question is, do you have the ability to provoke someone to make a decision to believe how you believe based upon their experience with you? Now, it it lets us know that Lydia was not just influential uh, in this passage of Scripture, but Lydia obviously had made some claims or stakes in that city in such a way that she was moving around and everybody was gleaning from her, right? Her whole household was invited. But then, get this, then she said, after, after everyone was baptized, then she opened up her mouth and spoke and said to us, she invited us to our home. She said, if you consider me a believer in the Lord, she said, come and stay at my house. Listen, Lydia had influence. Lydia was dope. Lydia was what we would call today a modern-day boss. But the question you have to ask yourself is, what are you persuading people to believe? Lydia took her influence, and she could have talked about how she had come up and how she had made her way in a city that was a man's man's type of a city. She could have used her influence to hide and to front with the things that she had that most people didn't because her husband left her in a good place. She could have uh, been worried about her brand or making sure her picture was just so on her flyer. But listen, Lydia was like, check this out. I fooled around and I connected myself with something that will not only change my life, but it'll change the lives around me. It'll change every set of circumstances that I may experience. It'll start to build me up. It'll start to build my network. And get this, Lydia was the one in her particular region that made the decision to open up uh, her heart and her home to the truth and the reality of what God's word is. When's the last time you invited someone to your home uh, to introduce them to how you believe in your God? When's the last time uh, you had the capacity to go outside the guise of what was normal for you or the daily activity to extend to someone the invitation to experience your faith in living color? When is the last time that your faith factor uh, persuaded someone around you to Expect God to move on your behalf. When is the last time that your faith uh, started to seek out and look for a place to worship? Someone mute your phone. When is the last time that you found yourself so hungry for the truth of God's word that you made arrangements and not excuses? Now, get this, Lydia was so profound and her her influence was so great. Her influence was so strong and so clear that uh, if you go down to the 40th chapter, in the uh, 40th verse in the 16th chapter, it says, now, get this, in between all of this, Paul and Silas went to jail, right? This is right after. uh, I, I want you to take note of the timing of the Lord, the timing of the Lord always being perfect. And so if you go down to 40, it says, after Paul and Silas came out of prison, get this, 
they went to Lydia's house where they met with brothers and sisters and encouraged them there. And then they left, right? Super simple. After Paul and Silas got out of prison, they left and went to Lydia's house. They met, they had church, right? They got out of jail. They slid by Lydia's house. They had church, and then they bounced, (laughs) right? All the while discipling her. Now, she already has a clear understanding that Jesus is obviously the way, the truth, and the life, Uh, and and. Pay attention to the reality that even the woman with the issue of blood was nameless, right? But Lydia, here in this short passage, uh, that if you just read through it, you just be like, okay, Lydia was looking for somewhere to pray. All of that's cool. All I see is her faith bossing up in this passage of scripture. All I see is her faith telling a story. Listen, I don't know who he is. Mute your phone. I don't know who he is. I don't know when he coming. I don't know if he coming because all Paul and Silas were doing was telling people that there is another coming. There, There is. Jesus has been here. He's lived here. He's dwelt among us. He's taught us how to live. Get this. And he coming back. But his spirit still alive and moving, right? Get this. As they go through this process, Lydia is the first woman evangelical uh, ministry is what she had. She she was uh, a pastor of sorts. Get that. I said, Jesus, you show, know how to show a sister a thing, right? Lydia was the one who had the capacity and the ability to house the truth of God's word in her company, and she had enough servants and enough liquidity and enough resources uh, to make sure that the kingdom of God went forth. Uh, She had the ability to um, make sure that people not only had a place to come and learn the word of God, but according to the word, it says, if you believe, now mind you, this this is after it was already declared that she was a worshiper. Uh, there's something about the power of people seeing you worship. There's something about the power of people knowing that you are a worshiper. Uh, Your phone rings all night long. There's something about the power of people who understand and believe that you believe the word of God. There's something about the power uh, of people who get you. They get that you believe uh, outside of how they believe, and now they want to believe how you believe. Lydia uh, being the first real location of church, right? And, And get this, and obviously she had the ability to speak up. Lydia had a strong voice in the community because it says, and she persuaded us. Don't you understand that your influence has the power to change not only somebody's life, uh, it has the power to change a whole entire city. Do you know that your church uh, could be the first small group on your block to change the nature of how you do business on your block? Do you realize that you have the power in your mouth and in how you worship God and in how you demonstrate that you believe him on every level to influence someone in such a way that not only their life will never be the same, but their friends and their uh, friends' friends and their children 
and everything else has the power to be affected so much so that, listen, when, when you say Lydia's name, Lydia's name equates to, first of all, immediate transition. Her whole entire life changed. Everything around her changed. Every connection around her changed. Now she had access to those that were influencing across that whole region that were the authors or the originators, those who spearheaded uh, the faith movement, those who spearheaded what it looked like to establish church. And then if you read a little bit further and do a, a study, my concordance talks about how Lydia had the ability, Paul and Silas and them went to Lydia house because Lydia had bread. <laughs> Lydia was the one who could finance their next mission. Lydia made sure they were good. Everything that was necessary in the church was good. Lydia had the ability to make sure she could uh, load up her, her animals and stuff, because certainly if she had purple, which was random, right, certainly if she had servants or her household, it don't say her children, it says her household. So that means Lydia had a whole mansion, child. And Lydia said, if you believe I'm a follower, if you believe that I'm a believer, then come slide through. I got you. I'm going to have him cook you up a little. Lydia was a, a whole boss, y'all. I'm going to have him cook you up a little something. And then I'm going to give you some bread and y'all gone on. And it says, and they went and they had church, and then they bounced. They left. They, they went to another place. I love the reality that um, God already knows your location. He knows where you are. He knows how you believe. He knows when you don't believe. He knows what you understand. He knows if you're a worshiper or not. But he selected this one woman, and out of all of the stories in the Word, uh, in, in this same passage of Scripture, it talks about when she was discipled. It talks about how she understood the separation and the movement, the traction, the position, the location, the understanding, the interpretation, all the things that faith had to offer her. Instantly, her life began to change. Instantly, she to date is still a, a staple in how we do worship. But the reality is that not only is she a staple to how we do worship, but if anyone had any guesswork as it relates to if a woman should teach and preach the gospel, <laughs> Lydia made it clear because everybody, they was following her. <laughs> they was running right behind her. Come on and have a seat. Let's go. Let's go find a place to worship. And she was a worshiper, which lets us know that not only uh, was she able to do worship, not only was she able to sustain uh, a household, but she was able uh, to express and to demonstrate based on her faith that there is more. God is not confused about what you have or you don't have, that the ministry has a need to be sustained. It was uh, open and obvious that because of the things that Lydia had, she was able to assist in ministry, right? So get this. If you consider me a believer in the Lord, right, faith welcomes testing. I don't care what happens. I don't care what the experience is. I don't care what you think you see. I don't care what you think you understand. I don't care what you think I need, don't need. It don't matter to me. Let me tell you what I know. Try me. 
right? I don't care what happens. I believe God. If you believe that I'm a follower, if you believe uh, or consider me a believer in the Lord, then come and stay at my house. Faith is tangible, right? Faith is not just a bunch of words. Faith, you can see faith coming a mile away. When somebody is a believer, uh, there's something different, even about how they move around, how they walk and how they talk and how they focus. Something different happens. No matter what occurs, um, and and I'll I'll testify uh, of my own volition that no, it doesn't matter what happens. I don't. It don't matter. I, I don't have time to worry about that. I have a promise from God. I trust him outside of my intellect. I trust him outside of my simplicity of understanding. I trust him outside of my experiences and my exposure because it is written, right? It is written. So I just want to encourage you all today, even as you begin to study the word and grow in the things of the truth of God's word, don't just look at a passage of scripture. Make that scripture talk to you. Sit there until that scripture tells you a story. Sit there until that scripture becomes so descriptive that you walk away understanding that not only can there be 10 things, there's a plethora of word, a plethora of encouragement, a plethora of meat in this particular passage. So I'm just going to rattle them off. Faith will separate you, right? Faith seeks out movement in the natural and spiritually. Faith has expectation. Faith is a location, get this, and a destination simultaneously. Faith has an audible sound. Faith gives capacity and access, right? Faith uh, also yields in excess. Faith causes increase. Faith welcomes testing. Faith is tangible and faith is influential and she persuaded us. And so this morning, I want you to find faith in whatever it is. For those of you that are fasting as today is our day that we fast, I want you to look in the scripture and I want you to anticipate that faith tell you a story on today. As you meditate, I want you to sit there. Uh, I I want you to, to wait patiently. The word says, wait, wait, I say on the Lord, wait patiently for the truth of God's word to Speak to your heart to change the way that you're looking at a thing. Is it your time, for those of you that have been on this call for four, almost, well, uh, shoot, almost six years at this point, is it your turn to open a small group study, an online study, a whatever study? Is it your turn to be the one who helps and undergirds ministry financially? Is it your turn to, um, and I'm, I'm not just talking about with Declare Victory, even in your local ministry, whatever that is, is it your turn, right? Is your influence being called out? Listen, y'all, faith has a whole audible sound. The word of God can change how you view everything. 
I'm so excited as we begin to walk into uh, greater understanding, greater depths, and greater heights in the word and the truth of God's word. I just want to encourage you this morning. Your faith eventually is going to tell someone a story. Your faith is going to tell a story. What will it say of who you are as I pass the call to the prayer warrior? Our Father in heaven, the author and the finisher of our faith, we have come once again in the name of our resurrected Jesus to establish our legal right and take dominion. We declare victory. We thank you for forgiving us for words spoken, our bad thoughts and deeds that are not in line with the way that you want us to be, for we know not what we do. Now, as we enter into your gates with thanksgiving and to your courts with praise, humbled and acknowledging that you are with us, that your presence surrounds us, and we thank you. We welcome you this morning. Father, the great I am, Jesus, our Lord, and Holy Spirit, our comforter, it is an honor to have you in our midst. You said that where two or three are gathered together, that you are there. And again, we honor that fact that you are with us. We pray, O oh Father, this morning that the anointing that comes with this assignment of intercessory prayer right now, let your people hear, hear, not hear me. Let your people hear you. Multiply the voice of the prophetic to come upon us today. Mandate change. Bring your mantle and allow us to rest upon it. We thank you, Father, for what you will do and how you will confirm your word with signs and wonders. We declare victory for the faith factor, for faith building, for increasing our faith and opening up the eyes of our understanding. Thank you for opening our eyes. We thank you for this place of prayer, this place to declare victory, this place, oh Father God, the Holy Spirit. Thank you for isolating, separating, and raising us up to the top in the knowledge of what we have learned about the faith factor. Now, Father, we thank you for the rest that we had during the night and for your angels that are kept about us and kept us safe. Thank you that even as we slept, our heart, our heart directed us and revealed to us your purpose and plan for our day when you woke us up this morning refreshed with new mercies, refreshed, oh, Father God, with faith. Thank you, O oh God. Now, we bring every thought, every imagination into captivity by faith to the obedience of Christ Jesus. Our hearts are glad and our spirit rejoices. Our body and our soul rest under the shadow of your, your wings, for we believe your word and everything that it says. Spirit of the living God, we declare victory for our city, our states, our government, and nation. We bring each of our government, the needs of our government before you, and we ask you to bless our nation through godly leaders. We magnify the name of Jesus and declare that he is Lord over this nation. We pray according to 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 3, which says, I exhort therefore that... 
First of all, supplications, prayer, intercessions, giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior. We pray in the name of our Lord Jesus for our president, the vice president, president and the cabinet. Chief Justice and Associate Justices of the Supreme Court to receive the wisdom of God, to act in obedience to that wisdom, and for the power of God to flow in their lives. We pray, O oh Father God, for the members of the Senate and the House of Representatives. We ask that they find your peace and direction, and for these men and women to act and lead according to your word. A house divided against itself cannot stand. Therefore, we ask that they be unified in righteousness for the sake of the nation. Gracious Father, we ask for your protection. Cover us from all corrupt law enforcement officers and protect those law enforcement officers who are genuinely protecting us to cover all men and women, cover all men and women of the military. We ask for godly counsel and wisdom for judges across this land. In the name of Jesus, we pray that you and the kingdom, your kingdom of righteousness be manifested in the hearts of all those who are in authority in any way. We declare victory for our family and children king of kings help each member of our families to be completely humble and gentle in our interaction with each other and to be patient bearing with one another's faults in love even when we're tired frustrated angry or hurt help us father to make every effort to remain united in the spirit in our homes bind us together in peace and by faith we believe this oh god we declare victory for our churches and our pastors. I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. That was Ephesians 4, 1 through 3. God, our Redeemer. Help our church to walk in a manner worthy to the calling you have given to us. Help us in all our interactions with one another to have humble and gentle hearts. Grant us patience for one another, bearing with one another in love. Grant the body of Christ unity. May we walk humbly with you, God, allowing you to show us our wrongs and how to right them. Jesus Keep our pastors holy in every way. Protect the shepherds from seducing spirits, especially when they're tired and hard-pressed. Gift the body of Christ with a discernment for our pastors. Give them comrades to help protect them and to share with in personal holiness. As our pastors draw near to you, you draw near to them. Therefore, we can draw others to you, O oh Father. Allow every pastor to glory only in the cross. Keep them from pride and pity. Let the cross be the reason for ministry. 
Now, as we take our phones off mute and declare victory and praise God for all he has done in, in your lives and in all of our lives, our family and our friends, we thank you, Father, for your influence. Hallelujah. Thank you, we thank you, Jesus. Thank you, oh, Father God. Thank you, God. We thank you, oh, God. 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 We thank you, Lord God. Thank you for the breath of life, God. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Allow me to remember the fast today, Lord God. God, I bless your name this morning. I pray for my declared victory family, my PC family, Lord God. I pray for my job, those on my job. Lord God, I need you, I need you, I need you. I can do nothing with God. I can do all things with you. Hallelujah. And through you, God. Bless your name this morning. Bless your name, God. Hallelujah. Forgive me for my sins, God. I my bad thoughts, Lord God. I need you, Lord God. I need you to understand the unconditional. God bless your name. All these preparations in the name of Jesus. You are mighty and strong and worthy to be praised. Thank you, 
As we enter into your courts with praise, we recognize that you are wonderful, the first and the last, our builder of faith, ruler of the night and the day, king of kings. You are the God of wonders, the God of all flesh. You are the word called the Bible. You are assigned to the unbeliever. You are great. You are our next breath, our everything. And for this, we celebrate you as I pass the call. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And bless the name of the Lord. I am grateful this morning for just another opportunity um, to talk about the truth of God's word, to to be able to be in the company of such amazing, amazing, amazing people as we start um, to really expect God, uh, to really anticipate that not only he show up, but that he show up in such a way that people see him in our lives. If you would uh, remember to mute your lines for me, that'd be great. Amen. Um, Welcome, everyone. Is there anyone who did not have an opportunity to say good morning and you'd like to do so? Anybody? Good morning. Good morning. It's Diane. Good morning. Hey, pretty. Hey, Diane. Hey. Good morning, Catherine. Hey, Catherine. Good morning, love. Good morning. Good morning, Keisha. Hey, Keisha, good morning. Who else was that? Hi there, Candace. Hey, Candace. Um, Candace, I have uh, an appointment time. I just got it yesterday. I did not forget about you on Monday, so we'll talk maybe after the call if you would call me. Okay, sounds good. Okay. All right, amen. Thank you. Good morning. Welcome. My pleasure, babe. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. Good hey, morning, good morning. Hey, Tosh. Good morning, babe. Good morning, Mr. Solomon. Good morning. Hey, Tosh. <laughs> good morning, baby. <laughs> good morning, Victory Family. This is Sister Veronica. Happy Wednesday. Hey, Sister Veronica. Happy Wednesday. Right back to you, sis. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. It's Barbara Adelodi. God bless everyone. Hey, Barbara Adelodi. I see you working. I see you working, girl. I'm trying. <laughs> keep, keep, you ain't trying. You doing it. Get her done. Get her done. That's what's up. <laughs> Amen. 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 Ooh, Amen. good morning. This yeah. is Tanya, not Tanya. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I know hey, who I am. Yeah. I know who I am. Great word uh-huh. this morning, sis. Great, 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 great morning. Praise a Praise Amen. <laughs> Anybody else? Honey, who needs that inhaler this morning? <laughs> hey, man, anybody else? We'll pray you better God. teach, Sharice. You better teach, Sharice. Hey, 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 hey. 
You better teach, Cherish. You better teach. I'm going to get you a pom-pom. You want it? <laughs> Goofy. Wait a minute. I saw a whole lady at church with a with a dollar store pom-pom. And I was like, what? Go to Chicago. Wow. You will see. Wow. You will see. Pom-poms. I never would have thought. That's called freedom. I never freedom. would have thought to bring a pom-pom. Yes. I never would have thought That's called straight to, to bring a pom-pom. Yes. Straight freedom. Good morning, family. It's Dondria. Hey, Dondria. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. Peace and love. Peace and love. Good morning, it's Tamishi. Hey, Tamishi. Good morning, babe. Good morning, Juliet. Hey, Juju. Hey. Hey, good morning. What I hear? Hey, Mona. Hey. What, Juliet, what I hear? No, it's just me. Um, my just my voice. <laughs> hmm What I hear though? <laughs> Call me later. I ain't slow. Don't play with me. It's too early in the morning for you to think I'm some type of schmo. Sorry. <laughs> that ain't flying. I know. <laughs> Look, we we got we got six years in, cause that don't work. I was gonna say we've been on this line way too long, honey. <laughs> Thanks for you to you try. Just, you just tried me. Wait, Juju, you should have just stayed muted, honey. I know you tried, but listen, once you, <laughs> the radar went out. <laughs> Someone, eh, eh, something's wrong. <laughs> when I tell you it's the coldest buzzer you ever want to experience, listen, I heard you. You ain't slick. I'm going to be a pest. Anyway, um, Anybody else want to say good morning? And thank you, Andrew. Andrew is, uh, honey, Andrew will get me together in a minute via text. He don't care what's going on. I love my brother. I love my my DV family. Y'all show keep me together. Amen. Anybody else before we just proceed? I don't have a whole bunch of questions. I just want y'all to be woke and to remember Sweetie, that God is not slow. He is not slack concerning you. He is not confused. Um, yeah, he, he, he got it. He got it. He know exactly where you located. Exactly where you located. And, um, yeah, all, all we got to do is be ready, willing, and able. Ready, willing, and able. Listen. Um, anybody have any questions, comments, commentary? Good morning, Dion. Hey, Sugarfoot, I'll see you on this evening, girl. Yay. Amazing. (laughs) Tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Oh, Thursday. I'm sorry. I'm tripping here tomorrow. (laughs) You're right. I got it. I got it. Amazing declaration on this morning. So yesterday I had this thought. It just went through my mind. God, what am I not doing when I'm studying? What am I not doing? You get, you just laid it out for me. Just confirmation. Amen. Thank you, Lord God. Sit Amen. and wait. Be still. Listen. Yeah. Read. Study. Amen. Sit there until you hear. Um. Thank Amen. you. Thank you. Thank Amen. you, Lord Jesus. 
It's it's the most amazing thing when the word begins to speak to you. Um, just as clear, I mean, and all of them points, just as I'm reading, he's giving me the points. It's not like I had to, um, when you show up for a task, when you go with expectation in your heart, Lord, I don't know what you want me to teach you. These are your people. <laughs> I, I ain't make them or nothing. What you want me to say? Not, and, and in so doing, show me in the word what that looks like. Amen. Show me in the word how I identify the truth of who you are. Show me uh, what what it's supposed to feel like or to look like. Show me. And listen, he breaks that thing down like I'm two, and I love it. Every single sentence he has something to say. Amen. Anybody else? Anybody else? Any questions? Any argument? Anything? <laughs> Amen. Um, another one of the the things that I appreciated. Will you mute your phone for me? Will you mute your phone for me? Amen. Thank you so much. Um, you know, we we have an obligation once we understand and recognize the truth. Uh, we have an obligation to do something. What I love about what she did is that her faith provoked her to impact every place she walked in, right? So it started in her home. It started with her children. It started with her family first and foremost. It started with what was connected to her. And that whole reality, um, she opened up access to everyone else because of her obedience once she had believed. And so you'd have to ask yourself, um, who have you impacted? Who have you uh, persuaded to believe now that you believe. Amen. Anybody else? Well, praise God. I'm not going to um, delay the time on today. Again, um, I'm going to end up having to, of course, go to work. Um, but I'm I'm very hopeful that something I said this morning will help just with clarity, um, just with you knowing that your times are in his hands. He is not confused nor concerned um, about anything that you're concerned about. He already has your future figured out. So um, keep winning. Hey, hey Deanna, this is Nikisha. Um, thank you for uh, your declaration on this morning. I had did some studying on Lydia some years back. So that's that's my girl. So when you said you were going to talk about her, I got real excited. So I wanted to make sure I was really, like, paying attention. So um, thank you for, like, the, the extra nuggets that you gave me on her. And I'm, I'm just really encouraged. I'm, I'm really being encouraged um, 
this week because I, I was getting kind of weary. But um, I'm just so excited. I'm, I'm really excited about the the direction that God is is taking the call and just taking us and just I'm I'm in I'm in, in tiptoe anticipation of these uh next few uh last days of this year and where he's taking us and I'm I'm just I'm really excited. I'm I'm excited. Amen. I haven't been excited in a while, so <laughs> <laughs> So thank you and just just know like when you're thinking about okay, like what's going on here? Um he he got you. He got you. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Thank you for that. Rihanna, I got on the Mm -hmm. the scripture text, please. It's uh, Acts 16. Um, First, it's uh, 13 through 20, and then the final verse is 40, I believe. Thank you. Hey Dion, this uh, this this yes. this, this reminder. Um, I like when. Uh, no, it ain't. No, it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> last I checked, though. Last I checked, though. Y'all better call and see. But anyway, when when you talked about uh, her making um, her having purple, you know, uh, which was a rarity. Um, okay, thank you, baby. Okay. All right. Okay. Take it out. Okay. All right. Um. I, one of the things that I I, uh, I was thinking about how there is a rare ministry that's on the inside of all of us, um, that mm-hmm. and when we really um, align our lives with um, with the will of the Lord, how that comes out, you know, that steps to the forefront, and the the one thing that we saw was that she was um, she was not afraid. You know, um, mm-hmm. in a in a place where it was mainly ministry was dominated by men, and how really uh, the women couldn't do any speaking in public or anything. So can you imagine where there had to be a subculture where Christianity was uh, was sent out, um, uh, and, and it was pushed further by women. You know, and it's a blessing, um, and. You know, now we we look at in this day and time where we have the feminist movement, which was basically bore um, how I, I look at it, how the enemy took it and perverted it, because um, you see where the the who pushed it even now that we see it is mainly women who uh, live a life of homosexuality, but mm-hmm. um, but that's how the enemy will pervert it. But we see where um, it's it's been extremely difficult for women to find their place in ministry. I'm not even talking about pulpits because you can erect a pulpit anywhere, get you a soapbox. Right. You know um, that mm-hmm. that ain't that ain't re- that, that that ain't where we make our strongest impact anyway. We need to get outside mm-hmm. these walls and live our lives. But what I love is that the uniqueness that God has given us, He will make room for us to be able to minister wherever we go. You know. Um, Mm-hmm. How she was able to do that. She was able not to just be who she needed to be in her household, but she impacted the city and the people that she was around. And not only that, she was a provider. Um, she provided, 
you know, she did right. well with what she had. You know, she might have been wealthy, you know, uh, and had a whole lot of things, but God will provide what we need to minister to who he gives us, you know. Yeah. And if we ever get that in our minds, because sometimes, we, you know, we want to conquer the world and we forget our household, where ministry started right. in Jerusalem, and then it was pushed out to Judea, and then the word says, to the uttermost part. And so there are mm-hmm. phases that God moves us in, and I love how you put brought out about capacity, you know, because mm-hmm. I have a desire to do a whole lot of things, but I, I realize that Ravonda has to wait on God, um, giving me the capacity to do it. How does that happen? It's just like when we lift weights. You might start out with five pounds. You keep lifting it. Mm-hmm. You know, once it gets a little easier, then you, I can, mm-hmm. I can push these things about fifteen. You know, so mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's that kind of thing. So God has put on the inside of us uh, something that is eccentric, something that's different from someone mm-hmm. else. But you know what? It's this. It, it's it's just like the body. We have all things in common, though we have different things that have laid dormant on the inside of us that we've never tapped into, gifts that are, are a blessing, you know, to our homes and to our community. So I thank you for mm-hmm. your share this morning. Amen. Amen. God be praised. Amen. Thank you for that, Vine. I appreciate it. Um yeah, the the even the the capacity to do anything, you know, at, at this point, is is so important. Um, we have a tendency to, in some cases, take on more than we can actually handle. It, it's so important that um, we Second Timothy two fifteen study to show thyself approved a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. I was having a conversation with. Um, one of my sister friends the other day, and, you know, it's amazing how long we will sit up in church um, and and hear the word of God, and we hear it with our ears, but we do not absorb it in our hearts in such a way that it does what the word says when it says, write the laws of the Lord on the tablets of your heart. That's Proverbs. I think it might be the third chapter. It's either three or four. Um, but regardless, um there is power in meditating on the word. There is power in allowing, like like the story of Lydia, I will never forget it again because her faith spoke so loudly that that sound resonated in my heart and stretched. Even how I understand um, what our responsibility is just in kingdom building and kingdom, kingdom living. She had the ability, um, she had excess, right, Purple, we know, is is the royal number, but she she was a, a dye smith, like she she was a modern day, uh, I'll call it a clothing stylist, honey. She had mad capacity and she had mad extra. Um, just just by what she was dealing, you could tell that she had more than enough. And I'm praying even this morning that God would give us more than enough, more than enough more than enough to sustain the kingdom, more than enough um, to to be able to house uh, the people of God. Um, and, and I'm not talking about just in finances and resources or liquidity. I'm talking about in your heart, in your faith, in your understanding, so much so that you can impart it to somebody else. Amen? Amen. 
Well, again, guys, we are fasting today, um, and we'll meet back here uh, right at 5 p.m. with Lady Diane. So for those of you that are fasting, be encouraged on today. I thank you so much for joining me, and I pray um, that this word come alive on the inside of you and that it, it cause you to take a seat. Um, look for something uh, that has movement in the word from a stationary place, right? The word has a location and a destination simultaneously or harmoniously. And so we are looking for our place to be seated, and we are looking for the place that our faith will take us at the same time. So I pray that God enriches your life based upon the word and the truth of the word, that the light of his word begin to be made manifest in you in such a way that you um, persuade somebody today with your living. Amen. I love you guys. I'll hear you guys back here at 5 p.m., and um, if not, I will hear you in the morning, 6 a.m. sharp. Love you. Have a great day, guys. Have a great day, everyone. Toodles. Love you back. Peace and joy, love, and Peace and joy and love and hope and all of that stuff. (laughs) Have a great day, everyone. Thank you. Have a good day, everyone. (laughs) Ciao. Love you, Ivan. I'm good to go get that bag, girl. (laughs) You too. You bless family. Love you. Love you.